listening to On The Real. I'm Tara Kirby, alignment business coach, educator, creator of The Dream Method, and founder of Dreammaker Society and The Dream Coach Academy. I'm a wife, generator, mom, cancer sign, soda-loving, recovering people pleaser, and I am your ultimate hype girl. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready as we get real and pull back the business curtain to share tools, experiences, and the nitty-gritty, not-so-pretty, of building the life and business of your dreams. Let's get real, shall we? Welcome back to On The Real. I feel like I have entered a time machine (laughs) because my guest today is honestly one of my very first coaching clients. What? Like truly, I think you were like one of the first, like you were, you were at the top 10 for sure. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? I am serious. So thank you for taking a chance on baby coach Tara. Thank you for being there when I was like, help me. Uh, everybody, this is Aaron. Aaron is on the podcast today. This I'm really hoping, I mean, it might turn into just like a reunion conversation, but I know we're going to like stay on track and talk about the important things that all of our listeners want to hear about. But Aaron, for those who may not know you, will you introduce yourself? Yes, Tara. Thank you for having me. It's so great to reconnect with you. I got on screen and honestly, I don't know if you could see like my eyes teared up. Because it's been way too long since we have been able to chat. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my name is Erin. I am a personal stylist, mom of two girls. I live in Omaha, Nebraska. If any of you know where that is, smack in the middle of the country. It's freezing here. Um, and I I started my personal styling business in 2018 on a whim. <laughs> a complete, just uh, this seems like something women want and would be mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and a year ago, fast forward a year ago, I quit my full-time job. Literally and celebrating you so big. I mean, Tara, and we're going to dig into all of it, but yeah. I, I mean, from that moment, I, it, that was never even like in the realm of possibility when Tara mm-hmm. and I were working together. Um, not, it was not in your realm of possibility, but <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. You did. You did. Uh, absolutely. I did. Oh, my Lord. Oh my Lord. Well, I was just, I was just waiting for you to be ready. You know how Tara believes in you before you believe in yourself. That's what has happened. That's what has happened. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I started it. It's just like a, you know, my whole, my whole foundation of my business is built on women taking their own power back in their style, because I think too many times, um, with style in particular, personal style, we feel like we're just trying to get it right. Mm. Like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? I don't want to look wrong, but I'm all about shedding all of those rules that you were told from your mom or society or whoever, and turning the power back inside and you deciding what feels right. It's not about getting it right. It's what feels right to you. And so I give women tools, not rules to live by, to help them really come into their own personal style and feel really empowered. Because as you know, this can be a really powerful tool for women in business, especially 
Yeah. But it should not be something that holds us back. And I think too many times it does. Absolutely. So that's what I, that was my whole philosophy. Although I probably couldn't vocalize it as well in 2018, we started working together. Yeah. Um, but I, I put myself on Instagram because I didn't see a lot of women at that time who I had just turned 40, had like a, a, mid, a nice mid-sized body who had had two kids who shopped everywhere yeah. from Amazon to Target to Old Navy to Nordstrom to Gucci, whatever. I, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I think on Instagram at the time, a lot of what you saw was like this kind of perfectionism thing. And I was like, where are the women who just have to go to a job every day and want to look great? Where are those women? I'm that woman. So I put myself out there. So now I sort of straddle between like influencing, but always from a place of education and saying like, you ultimately get to decide yeah. what you want your style to be. And my, that's what I do one-on-one with women every day. So that's the short answer. I literally am beaming right now, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. When Aaron and I first started working together, like, like you said, I could see that potential. Like truly I could see that, that what you're doing right now is what you were being called to do. And there were so many, there were so many elements that were keeping you where you were, right? Like, So, so many, and just watching you step into your power and to use the tools that like you got you from 2018 to quitting your corporate job and really empowering them, but in your own way, like through this claiming power, like that is, that is what I am all about myself too. It's like claim your power back. And there are so many different ways to do it. And the avenue that you're going is so empowering for us women who want to express who we are through what we wear. And I think so often the rules are so like, can't wear, um, skinny jeans anymore. Right. We're not allowed to wear skinny jeans anymore. Don't get me started. Thank Don't you. Millennials. Started. Um, or Gen, Gen Z. Oh, whoever they <laughs> I think it's be. the millennials we play. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but like truly like throwing out the rule book to claim your own power and like you are modeling that you are living that. And I'm just like, so happy. So I want to kind of go back and be like, okay, there's 2018, Aaron, yeah. you and I were working together and like what 20, what was last year, 2022, we quit our job. Yes. Like what was kind of that journey for you? It was, it's still, we're still on the journey. It was, Always. uh, it was hard. It was hard, hard in hard ways, challenging, but also hard in good ways. Mm. And I, I would imagine your client, like there's, you probably see like, this is the path and it's going to be like this. And some are either going to get to a point where they're like, I'm done. Or it's Mm. like, there's something that just keeps propelling me forward. And the reason I wanted to work out, work with you. And I remember this so clearly, like you were, you were out there doing the damn thing. And I think at the time I was still holding myself back from like, just showing up. I'm going to use the word authentic, which I think sometimes can be used too much. Like, like the term Mm self-care, you know, it could sort of be, um, but you were just like exactly who you were, who I saw. And then we would talk and I'm like, oh, she's this, like, this is who she is. 
It is okay to be who you are and be successful. Mm. And I think so much of my narrative was that I wasn't enough. And I always had to try super hard and everything had to be so perfect before I could just put it out there. Um, and you really taught me to like, you know, you have everything you need, just get it. Like, I remember you were helping me, you were helping me literally craft the email that I would send to clients, the email that I still use today with a few tweaks, how to prep for the session. You were like, why don't we put together an email that you're going to use every time and you're going to copy and paste it. And you can make a job. Like I didn't, I was so worried and it had to be so tailored and perfect for each person. You were like, we're going to, it's going to be the same every time. (laughs) And then you're going to send it because you need to have the word, the word of my life that you gave me was capacity. Mm. Yes. And I remember literally journaling about that. Like, what's the capacity? I am a mother of two at the time, small kids. Um, I had a full-time job. I was starting this business. I was on Instagram. You're like, what is your capacity? What gives you energy? What do you have? What do you want to do? What sounds fun? And, and I think sometimes we just try to make it so hard, right? Yeah. And so you really gave me so much clarity on that. And those two words, like we would talk about clarity and capacity and I would like meditate on them because I didn't know. I was just thought I had to do everything. It had to be all laid out there. I had to have a website. I had Mm. to have a perfect bio and headshots and all these things. And you were like, no, you're literally doing it. You're already doing it. You have worked with women. Talk about that. Talk about how you do. Like it gave me so much freedom to like take a breath and say, just put one step, one foot in front of the other, write this damn email, (laughs) put it out there and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is so much that we do to complicate our lives and our businesses. Um, and I'm like, we can get into the science behind it. Right. But like, truly what happens oftentimes is we want the clarity, we want the capacity. And like, truly what I speak to now for that is essentially you're creating alignment and alignment is specific to each and every one of us. Like the alignment is going to be a feeling and emotion that you can quite literally feel inside of your body showing you, okay, I'm here. I'm safe. I'm supported. For me, the feeling is peace. Um, it's just like a level of just feeling settled. And I think so often we are so used to the chaos that when we start approaching the peace, when we start approaching the alignment, when we start approaching, creating that capacity, we start creating problems for ourselves. We start creating problems that we need to find solutions to because we are so tailored. Like our body is like, no, but we're used to the chaos. That's our, that that's our, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like our, it's like our status quo. It's yes, like our, our status quo are like, that's our general operating system. Our general yes. operating system exists in chaos. So if you're trying to go to peace, like, but innately, you know, you want peace, but your subconscious mind is like, no, 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 no. We're going to create problems. Right. So we create the dra- mind drama or it's like, oh, we have to like fuss with our Instagram bio or, oh, I'm going to like try to do now, now we have reels, right? Like, oh, I'm going to spend like eight hours filming reels that I'm never actually going to post because I don't feel like they're enough. Right. And it's just all of this compounded unnecessary 
fussing that we create that actually keeps us from that thing that we were so close to. Yes. Are you just coaching me right now? Because I mean, it's still what's happening. It's still what's happening. Cause you, and I read that book. What's the name of the book you told me to read. And I just read it again. And it's called, is it big about us? Oh, the big leap. Yeah. By Gay Hendricks. Yeah. And so like good. leveling up. Mm-hmm. And like I could feel in the, in the last five years, since we worked together, I was like, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. I can feel it again. Even a year into doing this full time. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to like get in the, this, but I yep. just need to move it to the next level. That's what is trying to happen here in the universe. And it really does pull you back yeah. into like safety mode, you know? Yeah. Which has everything to do with your subconscious programming. Oh yes. Which why, like that's a foundation. And like, I had been using like sub subconscious modalities when you and I were working together, but like not at all at a level that like we dive deep now in what the evolution of my alignment journey, but like truly what it all comes back to is like that general operating system, your subconscious programming, your mind, your ego is trying to keep you safe based on what your childhood, what your conditioning, what all of these past experiences have decided was safe to you. But the cool thing is, and what you get to do and what you do with women that you work with is you have, you are helping them claim back their power. And so much of claiming back their power is understanding their programming and the stories and the rules, because they're not true. Literally none of the rules are true that we've created. None, none. Like if we get down to it, I'm like, None of this is real. (laughs) Right. It's so, but there's so, I just left a client's house and she's, I don't know how old she is. She's, she's in her sixties and she has this gorgeous red hair. And she said, I remember the moment in sixth grade, my mother had made me this dress that was red and had these little strawberries on it. She's like, I loved it. I couldn't wait to wear it. And I walked into school and this girl told me, you can't wear red because you have red hair. And she said, I didn't wear red for 26 years. These things, words are so powerful. And the people that say them to us, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm in a fitting room with someone crying and they're like, my mom always told me I couldn't wear this. And you're telling me that I can, Mm. they're just so ingrained and it, it translates into every area of her life. And I really realized early, early on oh, this is not just about what we're putting on our bodies. This, if I do this right. And the way that I want to do it to really change women's lives, we have to go deeper. Yeah. And that is some really hard. (laughs) I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a woman who has also cried in a fitting room. Mm. I am just a woman who has also taken everything out of my closet, tried it on and has put it on the bedroom floor and then said, we're not going to this thing. Yeah. Like I have done that. So yeah. all I can tell you is there is a better way and there is a better path when you decide to let yourself make your own rules, but it mm. ain't easy. No, no, it's never easy. And I think it's so interesting that you bring up that it's like, okay, you're a year into this business of like full-time doing this and you've hit another level. I think yeah. oftentimes what happens is when we are in business, when we're in entrepreneurship and like really any journey that we are on, we are always, we're conditioned to live for the destination. When I hit this, that's when I'm going to feel that when I get to this point, when I have X amount of clients that I'm going to feel this way. The truth is, sorry, everybody. No, 
but like you don't understand that until you're living it and you're existing it. And that's something that I've really tried to integrate into my own life and try to teach my clients. It's like, you cannot be living for a destination. The journey of your life is truly your human experience. And you only get like, you only live once, right? It wasn't uh, Drake who said that. (laughs) But like with that, it's like, you literally only have one life. If you are so fixated on living your life for a destination, you are not going to see all of the life that you didn't actually live. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna and, miss- and truly like, as we're leveling up in entrepreneurship, as we're leveling up in our lives, as we're exploring like new avenues of motherhood, even it's allowing ourselves to truly be in those moments and take them for exactly for what they are with no judgment right? They're just moments that we get to experience and we don't need to make them about ourselves, right? Just like when you go into the fitting room, when you go into the fitting room, you put on a pair of jeans on that, that is so personal. These jeans don't fit me. It's like, no, 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 no. Right. We need to allow ourselves to experience what it is to process the emotions because that just compounds the trauma for lack of better term, it's the proof of like, Oh, that thing that I thought, Oh, I can't wear red because I have red hair. This yeah. is the proof that I can't Yes, versus We're always looking, looking for the for other proof. Yes. Yes. We're always looking for the evidence to support it, but it's like, what happens when you really just know that, I mean, I'm literally doing a series this week about genes. Mm-hmm. You would not believe inundated is not even a, the right word of all the messages because I mean, if you're of a certain age, you know, at least you can't, you remember the nineties yeah. when it was like, there was one gene and then you went into the fitting room and if it didn't fit, you just went up a size and like, you just walked out and that was it. Now we got high rise, low rise, skinny, flare, crop, whatever. Yep. It's so personalized and it's so hard. And every one, I think as women, we just decide that it's our fault. Mm. Like I need to make my body fit this thing. I'm wrong. No, the genes are wrong. There's literally, so you can go into one store and try on the same size and three might fit. Like this is not something that is easy for anyone, anyone. Um, but we just are so ingrained to decide that something with us is, is the problem. And that's just, it's not the case. I don't know. And I think, I think with that, there is a beautiful narrative that I think is coming to light that, and I think a lot of it comes with how the understanding of the subconscious mind and us claiming back our power and us realizing, oh, diet culture is a bunch of bullshit. And like, it's just an industry trying to make money, right? All of these different things are finally coming to light. And so now we get the choice to decide, okay, what does this mean for me? And Am I willing to claim that I am worthy regardless of how my clothes fit or how much money I have in my bank account or like what parent teacher conference I am or am not going to make it to, right? Like we get to decide that all of these external factors, they don't dictate our internal worth. And I think the more we can claim that, that our worth exists just because we exist. Just because we exist. And like consciously, I feel like we're like, oh yeah, I get that. I hear that. But it isn't until you allow yourself to truly feel that and look for the continual proof 
that yes, my worth exists just because I exist, not because someone told me, not because consciously I understand this, but like, it truly is a feeling that you feel inside and your mind is going to constantly be like, nope, nope, nope. Because your stupid subconscious, which we're so grateful for, that's keeping you alive has decided based on everything you learned when you were a kid, that's what's actually true. And so now here we are as grown ass adults having to be like, what do I actually want to believe about myself? And it translates into every avenue of our lives. Every single one. And that's Mm -hmm. when you say alignment, it makes so much sense. Like that is such, that is the word, Tara. That Mm -hmm. is the word. Because when it is aligned, it feels easy and it feels calm and it feels right. Mm -hmm. And there's not that push and pull of like, like there's no worrying about the external. It's just like, it's yeah. the piece you talk about. Yeah. That's what it is. And that's when you truly get to reclaim your power mm. is by creating that alignment, which is why all of my work, all of my work revolves around that, like truly creating alignment. And it's funny because when I started calling myself an alignment coach, and I don't even know that I was calling myself an alignment coach when you and I were working together. I don't think so yet. No, I don't think so. I think I was in that exploration of like, what type of coach am I? Right. (laughs) And that wasn't until I started learning about alignment and how it feels. And now I feel like alignment is kind of becoming a buzzword, just like authenticity, just like self-care, all of these things. And the truth is like, it, it often feels so ambiguous to people what alignment is, but when you're in it, you feel it, whether you know that it's alignment or not. Right. Right. I would agree. I would agree. So talk to me about quitting your job. Oh my God. Well, you know, we, we had this pandemic heard about it, heard about it. And so, uh, we were working from home. The kids were at home, you know, it was super, super hard, but ironically or purposefully my business really grew during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had more time to devote to being on Instagram, talking more about my process. Clients were coming to me from other areas of, you know, uh, the country. Yeah. And so I was really able to sort of figure out what this could look like virtually. Not that I hadn't done it. I mean, I had had clients since the beginning that were virtual, but really like this was what we were doing, whether you lived in Omaha or not, this this is what we were doing by force of nature. So it really grew. And for the first time in my life as a mother, I was home when my kids got home from school. Yeah. And once you have a taste of that, it's really hard to be like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. And they were Mm -hmm. sort of at that age where could they be home by themselves for a little bit after school? Like maybe, but also maybe not like someone would try to climb on a counter and (laughs) it would be bad. Right. Uh We all know what happens when we we leave them alone. Yeah. You, you know. Um, and so it was really, really hard to go back to work full time. And then I was, I still had clients. So my nights and my weekends were full with personal styling and I was starting to get more brand partnerships. And there came a point in the summer of 2021 where I had a terrible day. And I had a client, so Fridays at my job, we didn't work on Friday afternoon. So I would always have clients from like one to whatever. 
Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it was a bad week altogether. Like someone had been sick and I was so tired and I got to this client and things just were not going well. Like it just, I was off. She wasn't having a great experience. It was just, you know, not a great day. Mercury was in retrograde. I don't know. I'm sure. <laughs> I came home. I pulled in the driveway. I walked upstairs. I got in the shower and I didn't get out for an hour. I just cried in the shower. And I was having the thoughts of like, if I just broke both of my legs, I, how could I, like, I don't want to see her, I don't want to harm. I would, this was not self-harm talk. Please make, let me make that very clear because that is very serious. I'm not trying to make light of it, but I was having a burnout moment. Mm -hmm. I now know where I needed everything to stop. And I was trying to think of ways that I could give myself a break, just like a short hospital stay so that work would be like, oh, you're in the hospital. No one needed me where I could just like rest and kind of tune out. Yeah. And I got out of the shower and I came downstairs and I said to my husband, I think I need to quit doing style thief. And he was Mm -hmm. like, that doesn't feel like, and saying it didn't feel right. Yeah. Something had to give. I think we all have that moment. It's like, something's got to give. I got to get a nanny. I got to get a housekeeper. I need to quit. And so I had been talking to a friend who's also a stylist and she was like, let's break this down. I don't know why you think you wouldn't make the same amount of money that you're, you know, mm-hmm. like, let's, let's just really get realistic about this. And I was kind of doing some math in my head, which is not my strong suit, but I did it enough to realize like, this could be possible. Mm-hmm. And so like a week later, I said to my husband, I think I want to do style thief full time. And he said, I've been waiting for you to say that for like two Mm. years. Mm. We love a supportive partner. We love a supportive husband. Um, And so we made a plan and we kind of figured out, okay, this is how much money we'd like to have in the bank is kind of like a safety net. Mm -hmm. And I started working with um, another coach who's a stylist who coaches stylists. And I said, I just need like, how can I revamp some things in my business? So I'm offering one thing. It's one thing. It's a higher price point. It's down to the nitty gritty. I really get to know these women. She helped me structure that. And, um, so in like September, October was when I like made that decision. Like I'm going to quit my job. And on Christmas Eve, I announced to my family, like I have the money that I need. And I had zero saved. I just want you to know. And I want everyone to hear this. I had zero money saved from October to December, the exact amount that I needed. And I said it out loud. I was like, this is how much we need. Mm, Manifest it, baby. Was given to me. One of my partnerships, I work with a brand called Able, who I love. Um, I get commissions from them. And the last check I got from them at the end of the year was the exact amount that I needed. I needed, like, I had almost all of it. And then that last check was like, of course it was. Of course, of course it was. So I came back to work after the holiday and I quit. I gave two weeks and I said, and it was very hard because I had been there for 10 years. I worked at Special Olympics. I loved that job. I still love my coworkers and the mission. Like it filled me in so many ways. Um, But I, they were like, we totally get it. You know, they could just, 
Yeah. It felt, it felt no one was surprised, even yeah. though I thought I was dropping this huge bomb. Everyone's like, yeah, we've been waiting, you yeah. know I mean? which is yeah. so funny. And, yeah. um, I had a couple people that, that knew. And then I finally, like, I made this big deal on Instagram. You can scroll back and find this live that I did where I just like completely was hysterical crying, announcing that I quit my job. And I was, I just felt like I wanted to put it out there and tell people. And I was so glad that I did that because what I received back was so much love and validation and support. And I think sometimes as women, we don't want to put our accomplishments out there, but yeah. when you do, it allows you let people in yeah, and you let other women see what's possible. Yes. And I was very clear, just as I said to you, Tara, this was not, this was not my plan. I I was like, Oh, well, this is just a side. I'm never gonna, this is not, this can't, but other people were like, of course, this is what you're doing. Of yeah. course it is. Yeah. So you got it. The more you can let people in the, I think the greater chance you have of getting to these things you want, or even these things you don't even realize you want. Yeah. So you were a huge part of that. And I just have to say, thank you. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. I would not be here if it weren't for you. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of the journey. And also I truly believe that you would be because I believe that the things that are placed in our path, even if it wasn't me, it would have been someone else or something else that would have gotten to you to this place. Because truly, like, I mean, from the moment we started talking in 2018, I'm like, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course she is going to be successful in this. You not only do you have a beautiful eye for it, but you truly, you have always been this way. And if anyone has any sort of interaction with you, you have this heart for people to truly want them to feel the way that they deserve to feel. Yes. And this is the avenue that you get to take. So of course, God, universe, source, whatever it is, is going to be like, let's do this because this is a piece of your purpose. And I think it's really cool because this is a vehicle that you have for this right now, but no matter what you choose to do, and this goes for everyone listening too. no matter what you choose to do, your purpose will be fulfilled. As long as you allow yourself to keep taking a step forward, the vehicle may be different. The offering, the job, the, like the different business you have may look different, but truly I feel that each and every one of us was put on this earth with a mission and a purpose. And we are all going to fulfill those missions and purpose differently because we are individuals. We are called to experience this life as individuals and to use our gifts and to use our talents and to step into our own power to show others what is possible for them. And I think it's really cool. Something that you were talking about where you didn't see it for yourself, but everybody else around you saw the vision for you. And I think so often we feel like everyone else has to see the vision for us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it wasn't until you saw the vision for yourself that you allowed yourself to go there because I could have told you, your husband could have told you your coworkers. Right. And I'm like, yeah. we did tell you, like, we, told um, we told you, you weren't ready to listen. Right. But like when we decide, because we get to choose, we get to choose when we are ready to step into our power and not a moment before, and no one else can drag us into that. It nope. truly is a choice. And when you choose it, you get to see how incredible 
it gets to be. And you get to look back on that past version of yourself and be like, wow, she worked so hard. She learned so much. And I'm exactly who I am right now today because of her and everything she experienced. And I think that is such a magical piece of entrepreneurship because we tend to default to, oh, I wish I would have done this sooner. Oh, what if I did this, right? The, the, what ifs, the, I wish I would have, right. But truly just really believing that you are exactly where you are meant to be in this moment, in this journey, based on everything you came to up until this point and that you get to choose what happens next. And every single day we have the opportunity to choose what's ha- what happens next. I can't even like, there's no, there's no, it's no uh, surprise that like we are talking right here right now about all this Yeah. because, um, oh my God, I just need to like marinate. I can't wait to re-listen to this because I just <laughs> feel like I'm being coached by you again. Like everything I need to hear like you are speaking to the 2018 me, but also the me as I'm moving forward in this realm too. Yeah. Like I just said yes to anything that came my way. Mm. And I have regrets about some things. I mean, like, oh, I maybe shouldn't have said yes. But mostly I it's what led me here. Yeah. And so like people ask me for my advice, and I'm like, just kind of lean into what comes your way. Because as soon as you do decide like, yes, we want the outside people to be like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. But once I did put those words out and I said, I want to do this full time, the universe conspired to support me in every single way, every single way, money showed up, clients showed up, support showed up, um, conveniences showed up, like things just started happening that were like, this is, and when you start, when you say yes, and you realize how everything around you is saying yes to support you, it's, it's the opposite of that. Like, well, I'm looking for the ways that I shouldn't. Mm, Yeah. You know, we're always, we can always find ways to say no and stop myself. Like who, who, who is like, Oh, I'm going to quit my job and start this. Like, that is not an easy thing to do. Of course, there are 100 reasons why someone might not want to do that, but the desire to do it was greater than to not. Mm. And that was enough. Yeah. My capacity, I didn't have it anymore. And if I quit on this thing that I had built, I would never forgive myself Yeah. from leaning into this purpose. And I said, yes, yes, yes. And I said, yes, so much that the last two years, I don't set new year's resolutions, but people do word of the year. And for the last two years, I joked that my word of the year would be no, because Mm. I started to feel like I'm saying yes to too many things. But this year I declared it. I was like, this is the year of no. Mm. And that feels very aligned to me from a place of I need to say no to the stuff because now I feel like I, I know that's not where I want to spend my energy. My energy is telling me to go here. So the nose will give me clarity. Another word you taught me, the nose are going to give me clarity so I can see the path and, and conserve my energy and feel aligned in the areas that I want to spend my time in, in my business. Yeah. I think there is so much power in allowing yourself 
to say no. And when you are on the path of creation, when you're on the path of exploring and like wanting to create something, I think like there is that need to say yes, because you, if you've never done it before, you've got to explore your options, right? Yeah. Maybe I like that. Maybe I like this. Maybe I like that. Right. And then once you get to this place of clarity, I know where I'm headed. I know the vision. I know where I want to be. You have this beautiful space of like, it's just boundaries, right? It's just hard boundaries. I'm going to say yes to things that feel like a hell yes. And a no to anything else. And that is such a powerful thing that we all have access to, but especially when you are in the world of creating your own business, because now you have more capacity. You can hold more, but you have to be more selective of what you hold. So true. So true. Because there's still a limit. (laughs) Always. There's always a limit. And I mean, there's ways that we can expand our capacity and there's ways we can hold more, but if we're holding things that aren't aligned, that's when the cap on our capacity exists, right? You can hold everything that's meant for you. You can hold everything that's aligned for you. There is an excess. There is an overabundance of capacity for each and everything that is meant for you. But when you start approaching that moment of burnout, when you start approaching that level of like, I don't have anything else to give, you have to give something away. And like, I am so glad that you chose to go all in on you because look at all of the women you are able to serve. It's, it's truly amazing. Like I, I just don't want us to waste one more second holding ourselves back. Yeah. We need more women out there doing what they need, what they love to do yeah. so that more women have the, give themselves the permission to do it. Like we do not need to be so small and so quiet and so held back, take no. up all the space with your clothes, with your body, with your ideas. And if I can show it, it's going to allow other people to do That's what I want for my, for my daughters. I was yeah. always told don't talk so much. You're so dramatic. Stop. You're so, why are you eating so much? Like, why, why do you want so much? Why are you so, 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 and now I'm like, because that's what women need to do. Like we have so much important work to do. Let me help you align your style with what that means for you, Mm -hmm. not for anyone else for you. So you can go out there and kick ass. Yeah. We don't have time to be crying in our closets. Okay. Mm -mm. No, no more. No more. We're here for a good cry for a release, but not because the jeans don't fit. (laughs) We're not crying over our misaligned jean purchases anymore. Not one person that I've met since 2020 has jeans that fit them pre 20. Not, not one. And I let them go. Let them go. Just buy the jeans that fit and let's move on and live our lives. I know it's easier said than done. Oh, I love it. Erin, this conversation has been so fun. So enlightening. I truly am celebrating you so, so big for everything you have evolved into over the past five, holy hell, five years of us knowing each other. Um, can you let everybody know where they can connect with you? Yes. Um, most of the time you can find me on Instagram at style thief fashion, all one word, two F's. Um, I share a lot there. I, I really want it to be a place of like education. Um, so that I'm teaching you things again, tools, not, not rules, but, um, I like to show you 
you know, what works well for me, how I like to style things, what brands, all of that stuff. So there is an influencer feel to what I do, but then I also will share like my client's experience, um, some of the things that work well for the women that I work with. And I just want it to be a place that when you come there, you feel better about yourself than when you left, you know, permission. I'm all about just permission to be who you are. I also have a website. It's where you can learn more about my services at stylethieffashion.com. Um, but Instagram is a great way to connect with me there. I, I love having conversations in the DMS, please send me messages there. Um, and if you ever want to work together, we can just start in a DM and have a conversation and, and go from there. Yes. I love it so much. We will make sure to link all of that in the show notes below. So everybody can find you nice and easy. Erin, seriously, thank you so much for having this conversation with me, for sharing your light and your vision and everything that you are. I am honored to have you in my world. And so, so grateful to be able to share you with our community. For everyone listening, if anything stood out to you in this episode, we would love to hear about it. Um, Share that you listened to this episode, drop into our DMs. Um, But if we can leave you with one thing today, I think both Erin and I just want you to stand in your power and take up space and be exactly who you were put on this earth to be. Um, And we will see you guys next time on On The Real.